Good day, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. I'm so very happy you were able to join me today. And today is a wonderful day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So let's kick off this show, this podcast, this recording. We are discussing this episode, Dietary Fat, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So many of you may think you know (laughs) what is in your food and what we should be using to prepare our foods, such as baking and frying and which oils are best to use. But if you think you know, (laughs) you may not. So stay tuned. We're going to jump right into the show and we're going to talk about the different types of oils that should be used and um, and should not be used as well. So let's talk about this proverb, an old English proverb, which says, don't dig your grave with your own knife and fork. <laughs> should I repeat that? Don't dig your grave with your own knife and fork. And guess what? That's what many of us are actually doing. When we eat the wrong foods, when we use the wrong oils to prepare our foods, we are using our knife and fork to dig our own grave. So let's just remember that because food is health. Food is vitamins and supplements. Food is natural medicine. Let's just put it that way. The bottom line is food is natural medicine and if you want to stay healthy the first thing you should do is start with healthy foods so let's talk about the good the bad and the ugly fats in foods some are toxic some neutral and some that are essential to good health so dietary fats provide a concentrated energy source as well as the building blocks for cell membranes and a variety of hormones Did you know that all animal and plant fat can be broken down into fatty acids, glycerin, and water? Fats and lipids, another descriptive name for fat-soluble natural compounds, are better energy sources than protein or carbohydrates. Quality unprocessed fats are also necessary in the diet because they carry the fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K to the body's tissues. Vitamin A is an important antioxidant. It prevents night blindness, enhances immunity, guards against cancer, heart disease, and strokes, and is important for the maintenance of healthy skin, mucous membranes, hair, bones, and teeth. Vitamin D is necessary for the absorption of calcium and phosphorus in the intestinal tract and plays a significant role in growth in children as well as in building strong bones and teeth. It is also important in the prevention and treatment of breast and colon cancer, osteoarthritis and osteosporosis, and it enhances immunity. Vitamin E is a wonderfully 
active antioxidant that serves in many ways. It protects against cancer and cardiovascular disease. It improves circulation, assists tissue repair, promotes blood clotting, reduces blood pressure, and supports healthy skin and hair, just to name a few of its benefits. Now, vitamin K, we don't hear about vitamin K very often, but if you check your multiple vitamin source, which you use, and uh, check to see if it has vitamin K, because vitamin K is believed to promote longevity. And don't we all, at some point, look towards longevity? Promotes longevity is essential for bone formation, vitamin K, and growth and the absorption of calcium. It also promotes healthy liver function and plays a role in the conversion of glucose into glycogen, the form in which glucose is stored in the liver. Now, fats, that's what we're going to talk about. Fats have the highest caloric density of the three major types of nutrients nine calories per gram protein and carbohydrates on the other hand have only four calories per gram one tablespoon of oil contains 120 calories yes fats act as an intestinal lubricant and help to build tissues and body cells they stay in the digestive tract for longer periods giving a full satisfied feeling after a meal They also are used to generate body heat. So if you've noticed that you could be a little chilly or maybe even cold, and then once you start eating your lunch, usually it's around lunchtime or dinnertime, and then very soon after you start eating, you will warm up. (laughs) And that's because of the fats in the food that you're eating that generate body heat. Fats soothe the the nerves and provide the basis for myelin, the protective shield that covers nerve cells. Fat is found in all body cells in combination with other nutrients. Essential fatty acids are an important, important link in the health chain. Excess fat, however, mm -mm. excess fat can be a problem. Why? because it is stored in the liver, in arteries around the heart, and in all tissues. Cancer of the breast, prostate, and colon, not to mention obesity, and an increased risk of heart attack are linked to high fat consumption. The typical American diet consists of 40 to 50 percent calories from fat a primary cause for the rise in all of these disorders. So let's talk about essential fatty acids, won't we? All fats are composed of building blocks called fatty acids. Okay, some of these can be synthesized in the body while others cannot. The ones that the body cannot make and that therefore must be obtained through the diet which is a characteristic they share with many vitamins, are known as essential fatty acids or EFAs. They are sometimes also referred to as vitamin F, as in Frank. All animals and humans require essential fatty acids. 
there are two known essential fatty acids. The first is the alpha linolenthic acid, or ALA, which is a member of the family designated omega-3 fatty acids, and linolenthic acid, which is one of the omega-6 fatty acids. Another fatty acid, uh, acrocydonic acid, or AA, also has an omega-6 fatty acid and was once thought to be an essential fatty acid. But researchers have since learned that ALL, ALA, and LA can be converted into AA in the liver by weight. More EFAs are required by the body than any other type of fat or other nutrient that is considered essential. Every single cell, organ, and tissue requires a daily supply of EFAs, essential fatty acids. Deficiencies of essential fatty acids are common today, and there are a number of reasons for this, including a diet high in saturated fats, consumption of processed vegetable oils containing trans fatty acids, which prevent the proper function of linolenthic acid. What else? Excessive alcohol consumption, diabetes, aging, lack of magnesium, zinc, and vitamins E, C, and B6, viral infections, cancer and the chemotherapy and radiation therapy used to treat it, smoking, exposure to environmental toxins, and the use of certain drugs. So there's a study conducted by the University of Maryland. This study found that people who consumed large amounts of trans fatty acids, TFAs, more about them a little later, but this study found in margarine, cooking fats, breads, cakes, french fries, pretzels, chips, frostings, puddings, and other highly processed foods were likely to be deficient in EFAs. The body needs EFAs, not TFAs. Okay, so remember, our body needs the essential fatty acids, not the trans fatty acids. So, what are the types of fats? Well, the dietary fats are divided into different categories depending on the types of fatty acids that predominate in their makeup. There are four basic types of dietary fats, and this is very important. Monounsaturated fats... That's one. Next, polyunsaturated fats. That's two. Saturated fats. That's three. And trans fats. That's four. So you want to make sure that you're taking note of the foods that you're eating, the the foods that you buy. You want to make sure you're looking to see how much of these particular fats are in your food. The monounsaturated fats, <clears throat> excuse me, the polyunsaturated fats, the saturated fats, or the trans fats. So let's 
break this down, will we? Shall we? <laughs> Let's talk about the polyunsaturated and the monounsaturated fats. Polyunsaturated fats and their close relations, monounsaturated fats, are the good fats. So let's remember that. Polyunsaturated fats and mono or monounsaturated fats are the good fats. These fats are liquid and remain that way, ready to use at room or refrigerated temperature. Both of the essential fatty acids, alpha linolithic acid and linolithic acid are polyunsaturates. They are found primarily in nuts, vegetables, seeds, fish, soybeans, and seed and nut oils such as walnut oil. Polyunsaturated fats are found in the following foods. Cod liver oil, corn oil, cottonseed oil, fish, flax oil, pecans, pine nuts, primrose oil, sapphire or safflower, I should say, safflower oil, sesame oil, some soft, soft margarines, soy oil, sunflower seeds, and wheat germ oil. If polyunsaturated oils are overprocessed, many benefits are lost. For one reason, use only cold or expeller-pressed oils. Polyunsaturated oils should never be heated or used for cooking. And so we're going to discuss this and look at this in detail uh, when we talk about these polyunsaturated fatty acids. Okay, omega-3 fatty acids. The essential omega-3 fatty acid, alpha-linolithic acid, promotes brain and eye development, is good for arthritis. It helps to prevent abnormal heart rhythms, improves immune function, and reduces blood clotting in addition to alpha-linolithic acid. There are Two other common omega-3 fatty acids, docosahexanoic acid, or DHA, and eicosapenoic acid, EPA. Fish, and we know, we love our fish, fish are generally considered to be the richest source of these fatty acids, but the content varies depending on the species of fish. Cold water marine ocean fish have a higher fat content and thus contain the largest amounts of DHA and EPA. All dark green leafy vegetables also contain omega-3 fatty acids, did you know? (laughs) As do some plant-derived oils. The vegetable oils that contain the highest amount of omega-3 EFA essential Uh, fatty acids include pumpkin seed oil, flaxseed oil, canola oil, soybean oil, and walnut oil. In fats that heal, fats that kill, 
a book that was written in 1999 by Alive, um, the company Alive Books Publishers, Publishers. Author Udo Iramus quotes unofficial observations by clinicians that 95% of the population is deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. Well, well, well. Omega-3 fatty acids have the ability to thin the blood. Blood clots, as we know, can cause heart attacks and stroke. The omega-3 fatty acids in fish help to prevent dangerous blood clotting by reducing the tendency of blood platelets to clump. Omega-3 EFAs help to keep blood clots from forming in the arteries and can lower cholesterol levels reducing the chance of heart problems. And that's why that omega-3 in fish is so much recommended. They are also known to reduce joint inflammation in people with arthritis. Arthritis. So this is something, if you are having pain in your joints, you're, you've been diagnosed with arthritis or you feel that you have arthritis, <laughs> then this omega-3 will help to lubricate those joints. The beneficial attributes of these good fats are numerous. Among them are the following. They are helpful for all forms of arthritis, including rheumatoid arthritis. They help to control viral infection. They reduce blood cholesterol and triglyceride levels. They lower the risk of heart attack, stroke, and hardening of the arteries. They improve psoriasis. They improve immune response. They lower harmful effects of body chemicals called prostaglandins, thus helping to prevent breast cancer. They can reduce the severity of migraine headaches. They improve brain function. They improve the functioning of the glandular system. So, to add the essential fatty acid, ALL, ALA, to your diet, consume canola, walnut, or flaxseed oil daily. So I've started using the um, flaxseed, the actual flaxseed um, in my cereal, the um, what is it? The granulated flaxseed and I sprinkle it. Yeah, I sprinkle it on my cereal, sprinkle it in my salads. So uh, it is best to purchase unrefined oils. Keep them in the refrigerator. Do not heat these oils as heating destroys the nutrients. Instead, use them in salad dressings. Also consume at least one serving of dark green leafy vegetables daily to meet your omega-3 requirements. And I'm telling you, the other thing that I've done, started doing, I'm cutting back on vitamins because I, I realized I was taking way too many vitamins and supplements. I'm, I'm taking a one, it's called a super pill vitamin which contains uh, just about all the vitamins that I need. And if I don't get the, the vitamins that I, I need, of course, the vitamins that we get should mainly come from our food, the food that we eat. So cutting back on vitamins and supplements and eating more healthy, nutritious, whole foods, real foods, 
foods, raw foods, 50% raw and 50% um, cooked should be the norm for what we eat on a daily basis. We should be consuming half of our foods should be raw and half should be um, cooked. But when I say cooked, we do not want to uh, overcook. We want to steam our vegetables and uh, maybe for the most part and maybe roast our vegetables. But this frying has to go. No frying of your foods. That's not uh, recommended at all. Okay, so let's talk about the... Where are we here? We talked about the omega-3s. So there's not only the omega-3s that we need to talk about, but there's omega-6 fatty acids. Yes, omega-6 fatty acids. So... Let's talk about the omega-6 fatty acids. The essential omega-6 fatty acid linolithic acid lowers total blood cholesterol levels as well as levels of low-density lipoprotein LDL or bad cholesterol. Omega-6s are obtained from many vegetable oils and they are important, but many scientists feel that the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids is also significant. The human brain and brain tissues of other mammals contain an omega-6 to omega-3 ratio of 1 to 1. In other cells of the body, the ratio is between 3 to 1 and 5 to 1. Now, because omega-3s are lacking comparatively in fats and oils most commonly used in this country, the typical American consumes these fats in a ratio of 20 to 1 or more. So let's talk about the health for arthritis. Many of my listeners have developed arthritis at a young age. You, You even can develop it in your 20s. Um, so don't think that it's age-related. No, no, no. Arthritis does not have to be age-related, and it's not age-related in many cases. In one Danish study, subjects with rheumatoid arthritis experienced a significant decrease in pain, swollen joints, and morning stiffness after six months of eating four ounces of fish daily. The omega-3 fatty acids in fish led to the suppression of inflammatory prostaglandins. Cold water fish such as salmon, sardines, and halibut halibut are best. Flaxseed oil, borage oil, walnuts, and pecans. Tofu and green leafy vegetables are other food sources. The omega-6 fatty acids, which can fuel the production of, which can fuel the production of inflammatory prostaglandins and are present in corn, cottonseed, sapphire, and sunflower oil are abundant in most diets. The inflammatory response can be triggered if the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 fats in the body is out of balance. So a practical approach to arthritis, therefore, is to lessen your intake potentially of potentially inflammatory omega-6 oils and to increase your intake of the omega-3 oils whether through diet alone or diet plus supplements 
So increasing omega-3 consumption while controlling intake of omega-6s and also eliminating saturated fat and trans, trans fats is one of the most overlooked steps to optimal health. And then there's omega-9 fatty acids. Omega-9 fatty acid or oleic acid spelled O-L-E-I-C is not an essential fatty acid. Because humans can produce limited amounts, it is found in almost all natural fats. Large concentrations are found in avocados, macadamia nuts, apricot seeds, almonds, and olive oil. Omega-9 helps to prevent cancer and boost the immune system. It can also dilute omega-6s, thereby containing the damaging effects of excessive inflammatory responses and helping to restore a healthy ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 fats in the body. And we are going to talk about monounsaturated fats. And monounsaturated fats are cousins to polyunsaturated fats and they are found in a number of foods like most polyunsaturated They come from plant-based sources. This form of fat is desirable because it does not affect blood cholesterol. In fact, it may actually improve them. So, monounsaturated fats are acceptable for people with cholesterol problems. Monounsaturated fats, uh, oils rather, monounsaturated oils are liquid at room temperature, but can become cloudy or semi-solid when refrigerated. Monounsaturated fats are found in the following foods. Remember, these are the um, fats that are good for you. Almonds, hazelnuts, avocados. I love avocados. I love almonds. (laughs) Olive oil. I use olive oil. Canola oil. I have canola oil. Peanuts, cashews, and pecans. Monounsaturated fats can be used for cooking. However, like other good fats, it is best to avoid subjecting them to heat. As with as with polyunsaturated unsaturates, choose cold or expeller pressed oils. So the last one that we'll be able to discuss today is saturated fats, and then we will continue um, the topic of healthy oils the good bad and ugly uh, next podcast the next episode Uh, so saturated fats are fats uh, they come principally from animal sources such as meat and dairy products and are normally solid at room temperature think of the marbling and cuts of meat they have been implicated in in many serious health problems including Heart disorders and hardening of the arteries, simply stated, hardened fats mean hardened arteries. So if you don't remember anything else, remember that. Saturated fats are bad fats because they replace good fats in the body's cellular structure when there is a deficiency of good fats in the diet. A critical balance in cell membrane structure is necessary for these membranes to block the entrance of harmful materials and emit beneficiary, beneficial 
materials into the cells. If saturated fats are used instead of unsaturated fats to construct cell membranes, this cellular function is disrupted and all other cellular functions are disrupted along with it. A high intake of saturated fats has been shown to elevate serum cholesterol and to contribute to heart disease and many forms of cancer. They slow the liver's ability to remove artery-clogging LDL, low-density lipoproteins, from the blood. However, monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats aid in removing LDL bad fats from the bloodstream. So we are just (laughs) down to the wire, and I certainly hope you have thus far found a greater appreciation for looking at your foods and when you go to the grocery store um, which oils and everything we actually are going to get into that next next uh, episode to talk about uh, different oils such as the canola oil versus the coconut oil and um, so you definitely want to be tuned in next Saturday Um, so anyway or next episode I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride, everyone. I want you to stay health, stay safe, get out, get some fresh air and sunshine, stay healthy and business savvy. Until next time, ta-ta for now. Have a blessed day, everyone. Bye-bye.